What is up, guys? This is John Nelson, and you are listening to the Starting Block Podcast. Guys, this is a show for complete athletic development. On this show, you will hear us cover everything from performance to rehab to nutrition to all the in-depth training details and all the good stuff in between. Our goal here and our mission is to help you guys win, whether you are the athlete, the parent, or the coach. We want to network you and bring together all of the great minds across the country to help share their stories and give you guys a vehicle and a tool that you can use to get to the next level, whatever that may be for you, whether you're the athlete, the parent, or the coach. Now, today is your Saturday sermon, and it's been a minute since we did the Friday Fire and Facts, and I apologize for that, but as you, many of you know, I actually run a business and I got shit to do. So today is Saturday sermon because I couldn't get to it yesterday either. So we're going to make this episode fairly quick. We'll probably stay under 10 minutes. But today I want to talk to you guys about your support cast. We all know the, the quote, even though I'm going to butcher it. We all know the saying that you are the three to five people that you hang around with the most. Give or take, okay? You know, we've all heard that at some point, but what does that really mean and how does that really impact us and influence who we are and who we become? Well, it's important because who you hang around with is who you basically become, right? And so it's very relevant, especially depending on what your goals are and what type of personality you have as well, in all honesty. So, you know, this is relevant whether you're, you know, you're trying to improve your professional career or it's a personal thing for you. Like if you're you're a young athlete or even something along the lines of if you're trying to you know, rehab from an injury or something. And it's important because mentally and emotionally, we have to be engaged and involved with whatever it is that we are doing and we're trying to accomplish. Because if we're not, then you're never going to get to the level of success that you want. And so, Again, it doesn't really matter if you're the coach or the parent or, you know, the the athlete because who you are around in your environment is who you become. And it's a subconscious thing. I don't have the research in front of me, but we know this. You know, if you are a parent and your work environment is a very negative place, you bring that home with you no matter how hard you try and your behaviors become what at home, what they are at work, right? So if it's always negative, then you're always either going to be on the defensive or you're, you know, constantly trying to think of, you know, ways to be positive or whatever. And you end up bringing that home. And same thing for an athlete, right? If you're on the baseball team and your friend group is outside the baseball team and your friend group is, you know, negative or unmotivated or lazy or what have you, you bring that attitude with you, right? Same thing with the coach. If you're the coach, and you hang around other coaches that have, you know, had subpar performance, we adopt the same mentalities. It's who we are as human beings, all right? We are meant to actually be, as human beings, we are meant to be in a small societal group, right? And so it's human nature to adopt the same behaviors, the same emotions, um, you know, the same, you know, actions that everybody else around us has. And so, you know, our environment is going to shape who we are and it's going to ultimately influence what we become and how we close or 
how hard we work to accomplish our goals or to accomplish our dreams, right? So, you know, I, I was thinking about like, is what made me think about this was I was working with a client the other day who she's probably listening right now. And she got back from Florida where, you know, of course, all the great things happen in Florida, right? Um, that's a political joke for those of you kids that don't understand. All the great things happen in Florida currently. And so there's a doctor down there, excellent doctor. I've heard, I've heard great things about uh, this individual. And long story short is there's actually another practitioner that is working with this doctor who's actually from the Mid-South area, from my understanding. And my understanding is a lot of the therapies and technology stuff that she had here in the Mid-South, she couldn't get off the ground. She couldn't do it because people in this area just didn't believe it and don't don't want to see success in that realm. So she ends up moving to a much more progressive and open-minded part of the country, and apparently she's doing amazing. And that's kind of what got me thinking about all this is, you know, the Mid-South, it is what it is. It's known. Like, we, we're in the South. We're one of the most unhealthiest places in the entire country, if not the most unhealthy. And a lot of people around here don't want to change. You hear it all the time. We do the same thing that we've always done because that's the way it's always done. I can't tell you how many times I've heard that statement from coaches or, or whomever else it may be that we do things the way it's always been done. And, guys, that's a problem because if your environment is fat and lazy, you're going to become fat and lazy. If you hang around people who always are emotional in responses, deflect responsibility to somebody else, you're going to adopt the same personality. So when somebody challenges you to take action, you're going to deflect it and get emotional about it because that's what you've learned to do. I hope that makes sense. We have to be better than that. And so... I also think it's important if you're understanding whether you're a type A or type B personality. I'm a very type A personality. I'm an introvert at heart, so what you may hear or see on the podcast, yeah, that's who I am, but that's a skill. I had to work on that. I would much rather be kind of by myself. I would much rather you know be at home, and that's why on the weekends you typically don't hear much from me because I'm usually by myself right? Kind of an introvert type guy. Well, I'm with my family, with my wife, but I'm pretty much by myself. I don't do a lot of social things, okay? But I'm a type A personality. With the type A personality, I'm not, I am still influenced by the people around me, but I am dead set and hell bent on accomplishing what it is that I want to accomplish. And it's still important for me to make sure that the people that I surround myself with are like-minded individuals. But let's use this podcast as an example, my goal, and Dr. J knows this, I want to be better than Dr. J. He knows this, but that's why we have a good friendship, because he knows that I'm going to put the work in. I may never get there, but Doc, if you're listening, I will get there. <laughs> I may never get there, but you know what? If that's my goal and that's who I aspire to be like, if that's what I those are the people I surround myself with. Somebody who's a whole hell of a lot smarter than I am is a lot better practitioner, is a lot more skilled than I am. If I aspire to be that way, even if I don't get there, I'm going to get pretty dang far, and I'm going to get probably a lot further than most people. Right? We got a lot of other people coming on the podcast here coming up. I don't want to. I don't want to 
you know, announce who they are. There are, I mean, some of the names, I mean, I can't believe that we're bringing them on, and this is not a promo for that. It's, I have no business talking to these people. You heard it in the Dr. McMakin podcast. I don't even know what to ask her. Like, for real, I, I don't even know what to ask her. This woman is so brilliant. She's so smart. But that's what I aspire to be. That's who I surround myself with. I surround myself with practitioners and doctors who are so far out of my league. They're so much better than me that it's going to, it makes me work that much harder to get there. Now, if you're a type B personality, the type B personality is a little bit more of the follower type of personality, okay? There's nothing wrong with that. The world needs type A and type B, okay? We all work together. But type B, I think it's very important that you pay attention to who influences you, your environmental and societal surroundings, because your attitude can be influenced a lot more, in my opinion. Maybe research doesn't show that, but I'm just saying, from my 35 years on this planet, well, 36 here coming up soon, my 35 years on the planet, that's what I see. I try to be proactive rather than reactive. I kind of I row my own boat, so to speak. I, I go my own direction. And sometimes that direction is wrong. Sometimes it's right. Type B, a lot of times those types of people, those personalities are going to follow the type A and follow that direction. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's a, that's not, there's nothing wrong at all. I listen to a great a bunch of different podcasts, but one of the things they talk about, and one of them, is there's an entrepreneur and an intrapreneur. The entrepreneur is kind of that, that type A, for the most part, gets out there, that visionary, you know, kind of does the things. And there's the intrapreneur, which is also the person, you know, like the employee, but they're both super, super valuable. I cannot tell you as an employer how important it is to me to have somebody or multiple people on my team that are entrepreneurs, people that I can rely on, okay? Because they may not be the visionary type of person, but they come in, they get the shit done, they're trustworthy, I can rely on them, and that's how teams grow. It's no different than a baseball team. People have roles, right? So, if you're a type B personality, don't take that the wrong way in the sense that I'm saying like, oh, hey, you're not a leader. No, that's not it. And so don't misconstrue what I'm saying. What I'm saying is when you have a type B personality, I think it's a little bit more easy to be influenced. And so I think it's even more important to know your societal norms and you know, watch the behaviors of the people that you have around you because you will adopt those. We all will. Okay? So what is ultimately the solution and the message here? Well, the solution, I think, to knowing who is in your friend group and knowing what's best for you and knowing what's in your market if you're in a business, right? Knowing what's in your market and how far you can take your business or how far you can take your team as a coach or as a parent, how you can help lead your, you know, lead your young athlete, okay, is be self-aware. Be self-aware of who you are. Be self-aware of your environment, okay? Be self-aware of what's going on around you and how that influences who you are as an individual, as a coach, as an athlete, okay? I know here in the Mid-South what the societal norms are. I know what they are. That does not mean that there aren't great practitioners and great doctors and coaches around this area. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is I know what the societal norms are here. I know that it's acceptable to be fat and lazy around here. I know that it's the norm to try to keep up with everybody else, keep up with the Joneses and not get out of your comfort zone and take ownership for something. That's something that our, the Mid-South community has. All different communities have different things to them. Okay. I know that that influences how I become. And it's not okay 
to me to accept that. I'm not happy accepting that. I will not be happy where I am. That's not how I'm wired. I cannot do that. I have a goal. I have a vision. ELP will be a national brand. It is going to happen. That is my goal. My goal is to help people across the country. That's Chris and I's goal with the show, is to help people across the country. You see what I'm saying? So how do I, so I know I'm self-aware. I know what's around my community. There's great people. There's also a lot of bad norms. So what do I do? I reach out to those in other parts of the country, parts of the country that are more progressive than we are, parts of the country that there are people that have done what I've done and are better than me. And I reach out and I learn from them. I learn. I strive to be like that because I'm self-aware and know that if I just focus internally in the internal area, that I'm going to be, that my actions are going to be a result of what my subconscious interprets as acceptable in this area. So, number one, be self-aware. Who's on your team? Who's your friend groups? What's your work environment like? Are you bringing that home to your family? Number two, surround yourself with people that mirror the same thing. So, that kind of goes into point one. They're almost one and the same. So, I say the same thing. Like, who are my friends? Well, I'd consider Chris to be one of my best friends, and we don't even live in the same, you know, same state. I consider some of the relationships I have with certain healthcare providers around here, I consider them some of my best friends. My wife, I consider her my best friend, clearly. We have the same vision. She pushes me to be better, right? I don't have a whole lot of friends outside of here. I don't really do a whole lot with other people. It's not that other people are bad. I just know the people around me that push me and make me better, and that's who I choose to surround myself with. My, one of my hobbies, I, I like to build. I like to do things. I'm always going. You can pretty much find me at Home Depot every weekend. That's just me. I'm always building. So what am I doing? I'm always watching people on YouTube who you know are building houses. I live next to somebody who owns a construction company. I ask him questions all the time. I probably annoy the shit out of him, but... I want to be better, right? Same thing with you. Make sure that you're, you're with the right people, the people that push you together, whether they live here or not. And the last thing is take action. Take action and obviously make those connections. Make the changes that you need to make if you are truly being self-aware. But also take action. What are those daily things that you have to do, right? What are the daily things you got to do to get better? I know that I need to talk to somebody on a daily basis. I need to ask questions. I need to do it. I'm a kinesthetic learner. I have to do stuff. I can't just read. I do read all the time. If you're watching this, you see all the books behind me. I do like to read. I have to read, but I have to do it to learn it. I can't just take information. That's why some people interpret me as a slow learner. I am maybe a slow learner because I'm very kinesthetic. I don't just see something and do it. I have to be able to do it myself. So those, for for me, that's the action step I need to take. So if we sit here and talk to somebody, we interview somebody, say it's Dan Fichter or, you know, say it's, uh, you know, Dr. J or or whoever else it is that we've had on the show, Dr. McMakin, Sean Sherman, any of these people, right? I have to do what we talk about to learn it. Those are the action steps that I have to take so I can learn. What are the steps that you have to take? Does that mean you have to break away from some of your friend group? Does that mean that you have to step up if you're you know, uh, on the team and you have to step up and change the leadership a little bit? The coach, 
Is your your coach? Who do you who 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 do you look up to? Are you mirroring what the coaches around here are doing? Are you trying to learn from the greatest, like the John Woodens and the Vince Lombardis and the Bill Belichicks? Like, are you trying to learn from them? If you're a doctor or a practitioner, who are you? Who are you doing what people around here are doing? Which don't get me wrong, some great people around here. Or are you looking at some people that have changed the world? See, it all works together. Your supporting cast is very important, and I thought that was a very relevant conversation to have with you guys. Based on some, uh, based on that conversation I had uh, earlier this week with one of my clients, it's it's sad that we have to go somewhere else in our country to get certain types of treatments because this part of the community, this part of the country, doesn't want to do that. You know, it's still just oh, stretch it out. Nah, man, it goes a lot deeper than that. Yeah, and you know, when you start to challenge yourself and start to want more out of your life, people are going to turn their back on you. They're going to mock you. They're going to say you're weird. Trust me, I've lived through that. I still live through it on a daily basis. But you know what? I don't really care, and you shouldn't either. shouldn't care because it's not about me. It's not about them. It's about growing our community. It's about making a positive impact on our community. And that is what we are determined to do at ELP, and that is what we are determined to do with this show. Guys, share the show, please. If you got any value out of this, we ask you please share it. That's the only thing we ask. It's not that freaking hard. Please share the show. We appreciate it. This is how we continue to get our message out. We appreciate you guys. We love you guys. It felt good to get back to this uh, Friday Fire Saturday sermon. Hope you guys have a great weekend. Talk to you guys soon.